she know the difference. Yeah. I'm stacking C notes, stacking C notes. Yeah, she know the digits. No Mickey D ho, you know she gon' run and down expensive. But I know she love it. Yeah, she told me, boy, you so impressive. No Japanese, but she told me so. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Allow Me the Podcast. Machu Walters, how are we today? Hi, man, I'm good. Beautiful. Thank you. We have got Machu today for leading of 660. Uh, this podcast actually <coughs> is possible due to a few sponsors that have made this quite a great experience. We've got some beautiful cameras from what was uh, from White, White Studios. <laughs> Sorry, bro, I fucked that one up, but that's good. <laughs> it's from White Studios. They're our homies. <laughs> yeah, it's all love, man. Thank you so much. They've provided us with some dope equipment. Um, that's the reason why we can um, pretty much film this whole thing. Uh, we've got Soundcave supporting us with our audio equipment. Yeah, they're dope. What what are these called, bro? In music, like there's a name for them. I should know, but I don't know. He's a sound engineer. and He doesn't know. I'm allowed to not know. Buddy Holly, I'll find out. Buddy Holly microphones. Are they? Sure. <laughs> Thank you for the Buddy Holly microphones. And we've got the studio, the playground, sponsored to us by the twins. Chip of that. Machu, how long have you been in New Zealand, bro? Um, oh, man. I thought you were gone. Like, last thing I saw, I saw a photo of you for Pharrell. <clears throat> well, well like, like, since we were, we were speaking outside, I, I kind of bounce around a lot at the moment. Mm. But um, I, I kind of enjoy that, that way of living. Okay. You know what I mean? Not too, not in one place at any one time. Yeah, I think yeah, just yeah. I think the feeling of being busy, I think, is quite cool. Home is where the head lays. Yeah, but but you know, in saying that, I <clears throat> I feel like I want to reside here in New Zealand. I feel, of course, all the travels I've done, I still haven't uh, been to a place as beautiful as home. Sometimes so. you got to leave A to realize where you were was where it's at. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you feel like when you are out and about elsewhere other than New Zealand, and then when you come back, you're like, fuck, this is home. Yeah. Appreciate it more after yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, you know, I, um, definitely, um, I exist because of this place. So I have an, I have a, a connection to it, and um, yeah, every time I land, it's probably the fresh air that gets me the first time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is this food? Oh man, the food. Yeah, you can't, you can't no, uh, no, pass the food. I think it's legit. Man, it's because you ain't been to Ethiopia, bro. I'm gonna yeah, tell you, I'm gonna I have not home. been to Ethiopia. I'm show you so what food um, is my nigga. <laughs> I'll trust you on that. <laughs> yeah, dude. So Walters, the last name. It's funny because I know I know quite a few Walters, and honestly, if they're related to you, um, do you know Manu Walters? Yeah, it's He's my cousin. It's okay, yep. so you guys are actually related. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And his Dirty. father, Robin. <clears throat> yep, my uncle. Um, so, oh, so he's actually your father's my, brother. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes all sense. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got, funnily enough, the music's kind of running in the in the family at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Eno and Dirty, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Good, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're dope, good. man. They're dope, and just released a, a new album EP. I don't know what you call it. A yeah, new, a new project. Yeah, but um, it's great, and I think uh, they're going on tour soon. So I'll give them a little plug. Cool. Check out Dirty and Eno. That's the one. I've always yeah. said, um, Blaze the Emperor is my favorite, um, non-Kiwi uh, African MC okay. in New Zealand. Yeah, and Dirty's yeah. my favorite Kiwi MC. Oh, wicked. Yeah, uh, seriously, when that dude commands a mic, bro. Yeah. I believe yeah. in myself. I know. I know my worth. I know I'm dope on stage. But when he's on stage, I, you know, I take a knee. I, I battle yeah. it. I, I respect. <clears throat> he definitely really has cool. a um, an undeniable thing about him when he when he raps. It's that. Uh, in fact, Dirty's the perfect name, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, okay, let's take it back to Mike. <laughs> I was curious, <laughs> no, all bro. Good. What you're very um, what's the word you were saying when we talked about much a mysterious dude? Like no one actually like sees you, bro. Like I only ever really got to like see you when, whenever I saw you around with John or Izzy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. I feel like you're this dude who like you play on stage and people see you and it's dope, and then people see you in posts. You know, you're overseas and for yeah. hour the studio. Yeah. But outside of that, you're not that public dude that's always out and about and partying and constantly in everyone's face. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of famous people we see all the time. You know. Yeah. Um, what, what's what's that about? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a conscious effort. I think okay. I I'm um open and I get out and do things. Yeah. Um, but um, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, maybe you're not on the news all the time. You're not always on face. You're not that. Yeah, that's always in people's face. Yeah, actually, um, you were saying you you like taking a bit of time to yourself, isolation. You know, we were talking about that yeah, before. Well, yeah. Do you want to go into that? Uh, a bit? yeah. I mean, I just uh, um, I guess I just kind of feel like I go about the things things that make me feel the most comfortable, and I feel mm-hmm. that um, give me um the a better as better as good a sense of growth and progress as I can as I can uh, allow myself mm. and but in saying that's not a um I don't do I don't withdraw myself from things for any reason I think I'm just going about um how I'm living my life naturally really yeah, yeah. but I, I I agree with you I'd we don't um even as collective we we don't have a lot of um presence in, yeah in a, in a media sense um yeah, same. Yeah. No, I was definitely speaking yeah. about it in a positive manner, you know. Yeah, I, was, no, I, I, was I me- appreciate but, but it's that. Cool, it's cool to find out that it's not a con. Some people, you know, they w- it's like the hipster thing to do. 
It's not, but it's not uh, that. Do you guys are just natural? It's just yeah. You I, That's I, cool. I kind of prefer hanging out at home and yeah, with man. and and getting and having conversation, having quality time. Sure. Sometimes, yeah. I see. I've been out a little easy once with you, but I've seen that. Literally, <laughs> man. Anyone who walks past is just all over it, man. Yeah, they love it. That's really cool. How, what do you, how, was it weird transitioning into that? Initially, it's really weird because yeah. sometimes, I, well, most of the time, I like going out and 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 feeling like I can't be seen, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a, a difficult thing to to um, get to terms with. But you know, that's all love. People I appreciate that people enjoy what we do and it has a has an effect on them. Of course, that's really all we're trying to do in the first place. So it's good to know that it's um, that's resonating with people. Sure. What mm. started it all, bro? Like, I mean, were you always that kid with the guitar growing up in Kapahaka and you know, or, or was it just one day you just sung as a twenty-year-old and everyone thought, oh shit, you can sing? Well, I, a little bit of both. I okay. mean, growing up, the way we grew grew up. Um, definitely, you know, you're in cultural groups growing up, and I grew up in central Auckland, so I wouldn't say my <clears throat> upbringing would, um, like, I was, had a you know a great upbringing. Um, central Auckland, good schools, and doing cultural group. Okay. My parent, my family's Maori, so anyone who knows knows the music isn't far from yeah. Um, yeah my is that, and um, good or bad, everyone. Likes to play play the guitar and sing, or everyone thinks they can play guitar and sing. Yeah. So it's definitely always around us. My grandfather is a great, was a great artist and musician. You know, as you said, Manu and and my other family are uh, uh, musically, like musically inclined. inclined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's definitely in my blood. But um, I was pr- probably a bit more. I feel like I was a bit more reclusive growing up, and my mm. I fell in love with music. Um, I wouldn't say as an escape, but. Um, as a comfort sanctuary yeah. sanctuary that's yeah. a really good word for it yeah. yeah um so my and for some reason i just i fell in love with singing and I, and i was i don't know what i was lucky enough to have a have something to work with yeah and my um i'd you know do those ones sit in the mirror in my room and you know perform in front of the, the mirror <laughs> that that kind of that yeah. kind of buzz that helps you prep me yeah, man. If you're comfortable staring at yourself, then when yeah. you're staring at random people, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. the imagination is a real powerful tool. Mm. Um, and so that was pretty much the extent of my uh, musical connection. Yeah. Until I went down to Otago University um, and I, I met some of the boys. Yeah. There was a flat called 660 or something. Yeah, that was our second year flat. We actually met a year before that, well, the court that um, a few of us met at Unicol, yeah. which is one of the halls down there. Yeah. I was playing rugby with um, Eli and Hawani, who were two guys that started with us, and Jai was in our in our um, hall. Mm. And really, out of pure coincidence, um, Hawani was as very as a keen. He's just a keen, has that keen personality, you know. Yeah, he's a really yeah. go, go, go. So he he kind of brought us all together in one of the rooms, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and um, and we just started. I started singing. And but before before that moment, I never really had used my voice for anything other than just you know at home and and for my personal escape. Well, the seed was planted, mm. How, wherever wherever it was, it was planted. That yeah, the final that was def- yeah, it's yeah. definitely one moment that um, got the train train rolling, mm. and um, and then there was just a bunch of coincidences really that allowed it to happen because it was never my intention as a coincidence bro yeah well it's the universe right play yeah well that's another way of looking at it yeah um and so we jammed that room played rugby with eli who was drummer and we actually met at a cora concert in in dunedin and eli the the drummer he was a bouncer for the green room oh buzzy (laughs) yeah and we were coming through you know first year university students drunk all that all hyper yeah. and didn't have any tickets so we ended up seeing him outside the the gig and he got us in and we as we walked in found ourselves backstage with Cora and at the time wait sorry just to get around is it Cora is it like Lord and Cora yeah yeah exactly I should have made that clear I'm going to bring him on one day actually oh bring, wicked yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and so we've had this we've actually had this conversation since then okay and how pivotal that was in us getting together sure. um and we found, to get into the gig, we didn't know, but we found ourselves backstage at Union Hall down in Dunedin with the band. And um, because we were just, you know, drunk and excited, mm. talking, you know, and, and trying to, because we, they, at the time, we were just, we just started as this young band or collective or whatever, and we just had all these aspirations and to ask them questions of how we could do this, how, what, you know, advice on what to do. Mm-hmm. And um, Eli had been talking to them earlier about how he was a drummer. 
So Lawton said, well, I've just been talking to this drummer. And it happened to be Eli, the guy I played rugby with. That was the bouncer. And he was the bouncer who got okay, us in the thing. So the next day, we met up at our flat six at Castle Street. And one of the rooms, the top floor, was quite big. And we kind of made it into a makeshift studio. Like, and we had a first gig there. And we just played. At the flat. At the flat. <laughs> so you do that every year now, don't you? Yeah, we're they make yeah. A block party? Yeah, we try and go street? down and do a block party, like, yeah, something like that. How's that with the legalities? Do the cops just does council just allow it? Well, it, the way it started was just really get together and a party, and it was just it was really chilled, you know. Mm. It was just kind of celebrate the Dunedin culture and all the students that were there, until we started gaining a bit more notoriety and it kind of got out of hand. Sure. So it's a bit more difficult to do things like at the moment, but we're still determined to go down there and show love to the city that that created it. Yeah. Um, just trying to figure out the ways to do it and logistics because oh. it's getting more and more difficult which is a good sign because hey I might be able to have some conversations mate. might be able to help you out oh yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate it yeah. we're the gurus of running parties man work it work it but I was gonna so uh, when you said we started getting notoriety I started thinking where was that point where you kind of were just like okay cool you know we're doing this and then it was like wait, wait this is happening because I remember 660 was like because I went to RNV a few times you know and it was you guys played RNV game the mm. first time I saw you play live was at RNV and I maybe I might be wrong but I think it was 2010 or 11 yeah, Did you play it? Yeah, it was or earlier on, you know? Yeah, it was early, Forever yeah. Forever first came out and one. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it was like <laughs> substances I was on the side. It was yeah, a very yeah. euphoric experience watching you guys yeah, play because yeah. the dubstep was real heavy and it was, yeah. but, you know, but the voice was still powerful but not over. It wasn't like mm -hmm. a, there's a lot of singers you hear sing on music and then they sing live. In fact, that's what I hear about you all the time is that you sound exactly the same <laughs> live oh, really? as you do as you do in your recordings which is really pure man and that's really cool but where was Thank that you. point was it a gig was it a song was it an album what was that point where 6060 started like you know exponentially popping um i always think back to this one moment yeah. and whether or not it was the, it was the moment at, um i don't know that's but it resonates. felt like yeah what yeah. resonated with me and i always remember is um we were finishing our studies and we kind of had some pressure basically to record something because in Dunedin we were a cover band um, and what we did was play New Zealand music, you know, Catch a Fire, Cornerstone Roots, Trinity Roots, um, chorus songs, shapeshifter songs because at that, at that moment, this was 2006, seven. Okay. this is when New Zealand music was really just blown up. Like yeah. All of a sudden there was just New Zealand bands everywhere and they were on the radio and yeah, and people had, yeah, yeah. yeah bro. And we had mad, and they had mad respect from from everyone. It was just like cool mm. to listen to New Zealand music. Yeah. And come, funny enough, coming from Central Auckland, like it just it wasn't cool, bro. Like <laughs> really, listen to New Zealand music when I was oh, growing okay, up. Okay, okay. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah. It was just like my FM. <laughs> yeah. Overseas. What was on that? Raps. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that kind of shit. Um, so I was actually really introduced to New Zealand music and and pride of New Zealand sound when mm. I went down to Needham. But yeah, anyway, we had some pressure from friends, family, everyone to, to try out writing some new mater some original material because, as I said before, that we're just a cover band. So in 2009, we just we went down to the rock shop in Dunedin mm -hmm. and we were like, we need someone to produce a record. Okay. So we're clueless. You asked someone at rock shop? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> uh, an EP, an album. And... Um, and the guy behind the desk, I forget his name, I really need to link up with him again to need him, but he was like, oh, I'll do it. Really? Yeah, and we are like, okay. As in produce beats? Well, just, no, because we would we handle the music, shit. but yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. make kind of um, record it or make sense of it all. Yeah. So, and then we said, okay, we're going to we're gonna take three weeks, and we're gonna, in three weeks we can go in the studio with you. So we went back to our flat and just started writing mm -hmm. songs and working on material. And then three weeks later went in with this guy crazy at the studio in Dunedin and and from that um, from that record session we had uh, Rise Up Don't Forget Your Roots Someone to Be Around in that three weeks Choice of the Chosen in that three, three weeks. weeks yeah Don't Forget Your Roots like <laughs> yeah. just and straight came, sauce in three weeks bro. it just came from that and it was um, it was just supernatural man and yeah, then, no, and, then we, and then we left to go home had that guy mix and master it from Rock Shop he did a good job too. Yeah, he did a great job. And um, put it on Facebook. What, as in you just released it independently yourself? Yeah. Just on Facebook? Yeah, just chucked it on Facebook. What, what music app did you use? Or like what's up? When you say on Facebook. Oh, man. I can't camp, Or was it like a Spotify? Oh, no, Spotify no, no. We just put, I think we put some stuff on SoundCloud, but we printed um, uh, printed physicals. Ah, okay. And then you well. sold it on so Facebook we would, as yeah. promo. Okay, okay, I see. And so we say send 
we've sent up a shop. We've put, yeah, put yeah, up a shop, and then we yeah, and then yeah. we'd get together in the morning what'd and see sell, the orders. What do you sell and, CDs for? Oh man, I think it was <laughs> twenty bucks or something. See, what's interesting is, bro. I think like that's the dopest way to do it. In fact, uh, what's his name? Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle just released an mm. album, and he was selling um hundred and twenty a hundred dollars per tape, and he only sold uh yeah a hundred of them. Yeah. And people were coming yeah, up and twice, yeah, no, but what I'm saying is the first time he did it, he sold a hundred, four hundred dollars each, and people he made ten grand. Yes, yeah, just off, you know, yeah. but nowadays you put something on Spotify, you need you need a million plays before you get fourteen grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, crazy, I think you bro. just gave me an idea, bro. I'm gonna make well, some money off my next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of made sense. So I was, I was def- we were definitely in the boat of like you know, uh, we we have to we have to understand our value. And you of know, course, I'm bro. not going to give my stuff away for People free. Sell it short, for yeah, sure. yeah. So, and that was thing. That was the thing. And then we all left Dunedin to to go and live our lives. You know, like it was just yeah. it was done. That's part of our that chapter of our life was over. And then um, it just kind of took off. At those standards, you know, See, whatever what I mean. Facebook we, we, standards were. So as in like, people just spread, people started talking about started it. Started spreading. When did a label get introduced? Um, or has there ever been a label introduced? Yeah, yeah. We, were, we, have, we have a P&D deal. Okay. Oh, smart. So, uh, What's that? P&D? Publishing and distribution, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, actually, like, because I'm not from the music world, what, can you explain <laughs> what that actually entails? Like, what do you get with that deal? And beneficial <clears> for the artist? Well, it's basically, basically there's, t- there's two, two options. Okay. Big options. Um, you can either sign a full blown deal, yeah. a 360 deal, which a lot of people are doing now. Now we're 660. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is where you um, give up, give off, uh, give over a, a large percentage of your of your profit, everything. Even like cre- creative autonomy as well. Eh? Like you're you're, you're not yeah. as autonomous. They they kind of decide all your creative shit too. Yeah, they? well that's the, that's kind of the gray area. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything in the contracts that say you're giving over creative control. But whenever there's enough. <laughs> Of that percentage of money involved in the in the thing, it's se- anyway. yeah, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. Okay. Because well, they have such. So, for example, would be like, um, they'd give eighty percent. You'd give eighty percent to a label, and a percentage of your um, live takings. That's on soul. well, <laughs> well, yeah. This is really valuable for like people like us to hear as well, bro. Yeah. So actually, continue. And it's, um, really it's um, it's um, <laughs> and however, however you, however you take it, mm. um, they. Major labels do have a very, they're very powerful. And if you, um, if you happen to write the right music and work the right system, it can be very, very beneficial for you, mm-hmm. that kind of artist. But mm-hmm. some people, you know, everyone does this thing differently, and everyone's journey and approach to this thing that is music is, is goes about it differently. Sure. But you can, you know, if you can use their marketing of prowess and their race, then cool. Make it a tool, not advice, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then, then the other option is to do something we've done here in New Zealand, which is a P&D, it's officially a P&D plus deal, where as we'll give like a smaller percentage compared to that idea, it's much smaller, yeah. for help to distribute the music to the people. Um, and that, that just made sense to us. And promotional, you know, yeah, yeah. And okay, yeah. Yeah. Very got a great relationship. We're with Universal here in New Zealand. Oh. We've got a, yeah, got a wicked right, relationship you, with do you, them. Do you work with Simon at all? Simon Banks? Uh, don't work with We've him. Got him coming in for. Oh really? Yeah. Next oh, wicked. Month. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Wicked. Continue. Sorry. Um, yeah. So anyway, those are the two the two options, and we have this PND Plus deal, and that came a little later. We'd you know we'd started we we brought up a little groundswell from touring, and we actually got we got early advice from Devin from Shapeshifter, and he said just tour 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 just play 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 play. Sure. play That's you know? where the money is. Like and even just yeah. becoming intimate with your fans, like people will get, you know, everyone, like I said, I'm, my first memory of you is R&B, mm, mm. so people will have those memories, yeah. so that way when I you release like, it, they'll be like, yeah. cool. I feel like if I watch a really good live show, I'm sold, sold. to the artist. For sure, like, 100%. I start following like religiously. That's a good, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. I think um, playing live is a difference between liking a song and liking an artist, you know? Mm. I feel like that's your that's your final boss level on Street Fighter. Yeah. You get to play live in <laughs> yeah, front of people bro. who who are there and, and open and willing to be impressed. And Absolutely. if you can do it, and then... it's crazy when you have fans too who want to see your shit live. Yeah. You know, like, you yeah. can give them, like, what they just hear on an MP3, you know what I mean? But you're showing yeah. them, like, your soul pretty much, right? Absolutely. What's what's the what's the dopest gig you've played? Like, what's that one... Obviously, you play the few shows you know, around yeah. the world. Yeah. You guys, like, sell out. You guys sell out every time you play in... Europe and whatnot, don't you? Uh, we do pre- we're doing you pretty well. You're crazy, it, yeah. man. I'm <laughs> keeping my artist. So, how, what, what, obviously, that must be a dope feeling because as every artist, as much as music means everything and whatnot, touring is just will always be the funnest, dopest aspect of it. You know, we all look forward to that kind of thing. 
But what's the experience been actually like for you? You know what? It's touring's fun, <laughs> but it's not the best part of the. Okay. For me, for me, you know, I can enjoy creating and being in the studio and, come, you know, having ideas and mm. bringing them to fruition. Because touring's hard, man. Especially when you get to a point where you're, you're traveling a lot and you're on a bus and it's just like four and a you know. You put money on you yeah. as well, so you have to you have to do well. Yeah, mad, yeah. mad. It's a mad hustle. Mm. And it takes a little bit out of you. So when you get, you know, when you get home, you have to recover and shit. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, what we're we talking about, I lost my train of thought. No, you're good, bro. Just what, so, so when you're touring, what has the experience been like compared to the glitz and glam we are, we're all told it is? As well as not only that, but what's been that standout gig or festival or moment for you while on tour? Standout. There's been, you know, there's there's been standout for good and standout for bad. Hit me, man. Hit me. <laughs> we got time. Hit me I love playing Villa Maria I've played Villa Maria twice here in Auckland now oh, cool. and that's always been super special obviously because it's home game yeah, for us for sure. 10,000 people just crazy yeah it, packs out. Yeah, it goes it goes nuts um, and that's a special one it's a chance to get my family along and you know mm. they can really see what we do Yeah. and then there's been a couple bad ones um, this one time we played this festival in Germany <clears throat> excuse me oh, I got some here okay, okay. Um, yeah, let me have a Screensaver or something going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, brother. Everyone see your password? Obsimey, your dad. I need to adjust this. Um. Yeah, bro, it's just a bit loose over there, brother. Yeah, I think I need to just go back a bit. Like that. Um, yeah, well, there's one. It's cool with you, brother. Just shift my seat. Just something, yeah. Something, just something moving in the background. Yeah, it'll just uh, one minute. It's gonna go to a screensaver or phone. Yeah, Sorry, we're doing a movie. You gotta get comfy. It's the beauty of podcasts, eh? like live TV, it's like you can't know. Yeah, you can't. It's cool. It is what it is, man. So you're saying you're in Germany? Uh, Yeah, well, it's. I don't know why this came up in my head, but this has always stuck with me as a um, as a good test of character. This is a bad one. Yeah. Like you know, you always get thrown tests, character, and and how you how. How you respond to stuff, but sure. we got to this festival in Germany. It was the middle of nowhere, like in these crop fields, and yeah. um, and we had a forty-minute slot. And we got up on stage, and all our gear had crapped out, all had broken. And our playback system was crapped out, and, and basically we spent the first half an hour trying to fix it all. You know what I mean? Okay. Our whole slot. And we're on stage trying to fix. And we're like, oh, this is fucking shambles. And then we ended up just playing ten minutes acoustic. Front of this crowd, just for fun. Just for oh, like, we've got to do yeah, something. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, and then we just got drunk after that. We were just like, okay. was the crowd quiet? Well, that's Did funny. They know thing. what was going on? They, I think they knew what was going on. But um, <laughs> no, you fucked up, chance. Like, nah, nah, nah. Ah, well, bro, I hate that shit. It's well, like someone vibes to the artist the whole time, and then one little thing happens that's not the artist. Yeah, one, yeah. Fucked up. Well, it, they were speaking German, so they could have been. <laughs> whatever, fuck, whatever they're yelling. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just told myself it was you guys, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting so what's been the highlight version what's, what's the positive um, standout like what's been that maybe I don't know like something happened with a crowd interaction or with an individual or there was something that happened with the backstage crew something that on tour that you always just I don't know maybe a nostalgic moment that you think back on I think that was really powerful mm, no stress man no rush on it either I was just curious oh good I'm just, I'll have to think about this one yeah I feel like there's so it many I had up, so many shows yeah I bet I know bro that's, why, that's yeah. what I'm saying it might be intense for you I'd, I'd, I love the ones where um, everything kind of flows Mm. seamlessly yeah. and it's just it's more of a a vibe you know it's like um, I feel like you can really tell when when artists are, are trying to do something mm. rather than um, just going out there and, and really just opening it up we, I hear you um, do you lose yourself on stage because I, I feel like I do sometimes when I'm I honestly don't remember our sets say like I go up we do our shit we hop out and then my memory kicks back Literally, in like, I, I don't remember sets everyone I could be playing to one person or a million people you know that dream you have where you wake up and you can't remember the dream but you remember the dream yeah yeah it's like, I hear like I that. swear performing is like that bro like, I, I <clears throat> go up there I have it's just so enjoyable and fun and dope and I make it real with people I'm honest with people I say mm. what I feel like and when I, I don't think about it I don't stress I don't think fuck when's this gonna end yeah, time yeah. just stops and then I come back out and I'm like cool now, 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 now I'm here Mez is yeah, back that's a cool it's, way it's weird about. bro do you feel like that or do you kind of is it quite a more um, um, thought out process for you I think mine's a little I feel like I'm quite thought out because you actually have to sing bro I don't know we just jump around and jump throw ourselves into the crowd well it's, a, it's the same sensation bro we're, yeah, we're course, singing and rapping it's the same course, feeling 100%. it's not like uh, to try you know like it's the, it's the, it's the trying thing mm. but I feel like I we put a lot of thought 
into the process. I I definitely want to. I definitely need to be aware on stage at all time. Of course. Because I mean, if I go if I go off on a track, then I've just lost a connection with the with the crowd. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. if it, for them to be aware, I have to be aware. So you've got to be quite to, sober and quite on, with it. Yeah, you have to be you're onto it. Okay. And I, we, you know, I think a lot about I think a lot about how people will react subconsciously. I think a lot about um, how a, how a vibe can be can be balanced. The whole the whole thing I think needs to be balanced. You know? for it to be a okay. for it to be a true experience. I don't want I don't ever want someone to come here and just watch me do something. Mm. I want to people to come and exp- yeah and exp- and feel like they're they may not be doing it. We're definitely doing something together, mm. you know. And I think it takes a lot of. Definitely, it plays on my mind a lot of different ways I can be able to. I can do that, um, and and really, genuinely not trying, not forcing something on people is a is a hard thing not to do. <laughs> but said, to, put your hands up. But, yeah, <laughs> like ten times. <laughs> well, well, you know. They don't want to, bro. That's that's <laughs> the difference. The difference I find is, um, are you going to go? Put your hand, I want to see everyone with their hands up. Yeah. Or have you have you laid a foundation at the show where if I put my hands up, mm-hmm. everyone puts their hands up, and that's the that's the thing that's that we try and aim for. Lead by example. And also have yeah. that connection where you they mirror you and synchronize because what do you call it? Much that word, I'm synergy. Yeah. They have an energy that they're resonating on even within themselves separately, yeah. and then you have yours. If you can yeah. synchronize everyone's energy. It becomes synergy. Mm, yeah, you have and to so match it. You don't have to tell them anything. You do something, they do it. They do something, you do it. Yeah. That's, okay, that's really you, you, valuable. You right? have to match it. That's really valuable. And um, we we um, look at things quite philosophically. I think we try and we feel like that's the way um, to to view things to help create a connection or help create synergy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we just kind of like it's Before I ask my too much question, detail. Are you single? Uh, no. You're not single. No. Cool. Then I won't ask the next. <laughs> 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 fair enough. Fair I just want to keep bro. you safe, buddy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nah, no sir, but I got you. I got you. I was just gonna say, uh, <laughs> he shook my head. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Really appreciate it. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So maybe this one you might not want to answer, but I mean, do you guys actually make you know, a decent amount of money? Because as an artist, we know what it works like with the with money industry. It's, it's fucking not easy to make money, bro. That's mm. not easy to make money, but when I see the types of plays you're getting, when I see the types of you know tours you're doing and whatnot, I think okay, I'm pretty sure this guy could live full time off this shit and be comfortable. Is that true? Yeah, that's Would how you? I'm living at the moment, Perfect, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. How, what does that feel like, bro? Living oh man, it's it's amazing. I'm, I'm very work. I'm very work? lucky. I, I definitely am grateful for the for the life I have at the moment. Mm. I've been allowed a platform where I can where I can use music as a as a as a catalyst to work on myself and realize this. And and try and learn and understand this world that we're that we've been thrown into. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I I had a connection at a young age to to music, but more specifically to singing. Mm, okay. Um, and I and I'm very very I'm very grateful uh, that I've been able to use it, do that for my life at the moment. I can of course, right. Bro. It's the um, dream, isn't it? Yeah, man. It's what we dream of every day. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's but the dream, the dream isn't a destination. No, you know of course what I mean? not. It's, it's just a journey. you can. Yeah, yeah. It's not something you attain. It's something. Yeah. It's actually something that you have to, uh, you have to maintain, not attain. I see. Yeah. See, because when I was younger, my my dream was to live off music full time. Mm-hmm. And then as I grew, grew older and wiser, which just mean I kept fucking up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that my dream changed to not only that, but learning how to be content with just music mm-hmm. regardless of the external variables do you know what I mean yeah, the that's money good. you're making the tools you're doing the status you're at all that should only come as a okay that's cool as a byproduct yeah. of a you loving okay that's cool but with or without it you're good I completely agree you know? with and, that and that's that's what I've been learning on the journey with the twins man so that's been it's really refreshing to hear someone yeah. at that level with the extras yeah. telling you the same it's not like you yeah, know this is what you want he's telling you no I completely agree I completely agree yeah that's beautiful man so yeah I don't, people shouldn't really um, focus on on the end result, mm. fall in love with the process. That's the that's the goal. Yeah. Respect the process. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the journey is a lot better than the destination. Because when you get there, there's nowhere oh, to go. Man. There's nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, as soon as you get there, there's another destination, right? You know, lucky, uh, lucky Lance. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, went to school together. Respect the process. Oops. Yeah, is that what he says? <laughs> is that Respect what he says? Respect the process, you silly little shit. Yeah, That's yeah. what he always says, bro. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's right too, bro. So do you, you were with Pharrell in the studio, and I keep bringing that up because I genuinely am mm. trying to get you to dabble in it. Because what was that about? What was Pharrell in the studio with you for? Um, well, we just finished Pharrell. our we just finished our second record. Okay. And um, as in, sorry, the one with the the color one. Yeah, color. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, our 
we got a message from our management. This guy, um, our manager, this guy, Jay Irving. In, and in is he LA. part of Universal or is he? He's in LA. He's part of a, a, a grander company called Maverick, I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. But anyway, it's, a manager, <laughs> it's, all right. it's management, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Still loves you, bro. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he gave us a call and said that we have an opportunity that Pharrell's heard the stuff and he was keen to get in the studio. Okay. And so it was pretty crazy. So we we sorted flights, went over there, got into the studio, and I, I remember getting into the studio. I forget which one it is, but it's in LA somewhere. And sitting down and waiting for him, and he was like ten minutes late. And I was expe- I was thinking, these motherfuckers are gonna, you know, like someone's gonna come and be like, gotcha. But and then he walked in by himself. The loveliest dude, man. Oh, the, ni- the nicest guy. Um, so, so positive. Such a such an aura about him. And then we just kind of just started working. Started like conversation. He had he actually knew a, a surprising amount, amount of your about, songs. about us as oh, well. About you. About okay. us and about the songs. And then we started playing stuff we were working on. We started playing stuff from the album, having a mass a conversation. And he started playing us other tracks. Did he play shit of his that's unreleased and shit that he just wor- he's working on at the time? Yeah, well, well <laughs> what I guess it leads on to what surprised me about the, the whole thing is that um, uh, the, probably just the way different people work or maybe how it works in that, that part of the industry or in the industry mm. um, thing. Um, you know, I like to get in and have an idea and use our skills to execute, execute it. Yeah, yeah. Where it kind of it, it quickly turned into like selling beats with him. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. As in who to who? Uh, well, he was just like, "What do you think of this song? What do you think of this beat? What do you think of this beat?" And we're, I'm just uh, like, "They're okay, all me." Okay, okay, what are you talking okay. about? There's all like unreleased. Any, it's all NRD shit. All this, all this stuff. He'd, Were you beats. at RV when he played with NRD? Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sick. That one moment he told the whole crowd. See, that was the first time I'd seen everyone in the crowd do what someone says. Yeah, just yeah. sit down. They yeah. sat down and then on the drop here. Oh, that was the dopest yeah, shit. Yeah. Cool. So he's just showing you beats in it. Yeah, showing us beats <laughs> and um he was like, Oh new, which ones do you like? Yeah. Oh, I like all of them because they're all dope. <laughs> but it was just it was a difficult um, it was difficult because it just wasn't the way that we had worked. Sure. You know? So it was because they're very corporate over there, they're very just business like so pretty much was his intention to get to know you you know, have a great experience but then sell you shit? Oh, who knows? Okay. That's I mean that's what that's like what would have happened at the end, you know. Okay. And if we do use those songs, that's that's a transaction that will happen. Um, but you know, but it's just and does label cover it or do you? Uh, it's in the budget. I mean, technically, well, you cover it because you use we'll all your money it. anyway. But yeah, would cover it. Okay. So, so we're we're sitting on these songs at the moment, dude. There's two songs we have with Pharrell, and um, is he vocals uh, or just production? He uh, one, he's both on one, and so we're just trying to figure out. When the timing's right and how what to do are, them. What are the chances of getting a play on that shit? When off camera. No, well, off maybe camera, off camera. Maybe off camera. Fuck the auxiliary, mate. If you want to play. <laughs> the orcs. Fuck the interview. Exclusive. I want to hear this for us. Nah, that's really cool shit, mate. Yeah. He's, he's like for our man since back in the day. Since you're beautiful, mm. you know, since back oh, in man. the day, for us been on, bro. He really I mean, he's, he's he's like 300 years old or some shit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah, seen, yeah, like, yeah, some 1860s photo, bro, looking exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, no, that's crazy. Is he still quite, you know, shiny and ch- like young? Shiny, oh, shiny. Quite, he's so shiny. Yeah. Like oily. He's baby oil. <laughs> yeah. Is he is he quite youthful in real life as well? Or yeah, man. Just photos. Yeah, no, he he's is. youthful as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's youthful as fuck. That's crazy, man. So now that you're back, man, what's the go? What's the go to? What's the answer? Um, I've. Uh... Oh, sorry, Isaac. Can you unlock this laptop for me, please? Which one, bro? <laughs> it's your laptop. Um, what's the password? Oh, oh well. I can't say. Yeah, it. yeah, I know. Do you want to oh, just I'll change it. Social studies one. <laughs> Social <laughs> studies. Isaac <laughs> oh, no. Bell's password. Me, social studies. Is the same password for everything? Yeah, oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say no anyway. Um, cool. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So now that you're back, what's the what's the hat? Um, I've had this week off, man, because when I got back, oh, well, the last few months before this, been really busy. I've been <coughs> traveling. <coughs> I've went, been in the studio, working on new stuff. Yeah. Um, and this, and I've had a, I've just played in Whangarei on the weekend, and now I've got this this weekend off, so I'm just k- taking it to chill and get into a good routine. And and um, we off to after that. Uh, Dunedin next weekend, opening for Ed Sheeran actually. Oh, so that'll crazy! Be, that'll be pretty crazy. He's playing in Dunedin. Yeah, not Auckland. Auckland tonight. Tonight. Sunday. Tomorrow. Are you opening for the whole tour, or just Dunedin? Just Dunedin. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Who's opening for the Auckland tour? Uh, Drax Project. Okay, now that's yeah. really good. Okay. Have you met those dudes, bro? They're crazy. I met them at RV once. They're crazy. Yeah, man. yeah. We've um, Marlon and I work have worked with them. 
Cool. Run a few songs. You guys got things coming out later with them? Uh, I think so. I think okay. they're going to play a song at the Ed Sheeran show that we wrote together. Dope. Last time I, I spoke to them. Oh, that's pretty dope. cool. You had, I remember your last tour you did in New Zealand. Or maybe it was your last tour. Correct me if I'm wrong. You had Razor B's open for you? For the tour? Yeah. 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 How was yeah. that? Because that's my boy, bro. That's yeah, he's know uh, him, awesome dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a good man of mine. His, that, his prodigies, we worked together. Oh, uh, really? And Blaze the Emperor in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, we had a, we had a great tour with him. Yeah, he does. He seems very um, like he's got his head on his shoulders, you know. Um, and he was a, he, it was awesome to tour with. Yeah, he had a, like a live. He had a drummer. That's what um, I love about him, man. He's old school. Yeah, yeah. So it has a, almost like a it has a jazz kind of thing to it. Yeah. And um, what made you tour, like? Did you really know him, or did you see something, or did someone recommend? How did you How did you get him on? Him on oh, him dude. Him? Honestly, the way it is now, uh, the the um, Eccles, our booking agents, do the whole tour, and then sense. we ask them to guys, supply us with. You can't recommend or anything? Yeah, we do We do recommend. We do recommend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, we 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 base it so we have the final decision, you know? Yeah. And, um... Oh, we're going to have to get Macho's email. Just a proposal. Yeah. That's cool, because that whole Razor thing, I just thought that was so perfect, because it's like a slight difference from what you guys do musically. You know, it's very, like, hip-hop-y and rappy, but it's quite in line with the whole organic, you know, band feel and... I feel like he's just his presence on stage is very, very quite similar to the six sixty vibe. Yeah, I I tend to agree with that. Mm. It's a, it's a, a genre isn't really a, a determining factor. It's nah. just a, a vibe really. We thought that would match for that tour. Yeah. It did really well. We um. Contrast is quite good too. I think. Yeah. The crowd is yeah. something different because if you saw bought another band that's like six sixty before you, right? It's yeah. just the same show. The exactly. Whole through, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. No, all good. You got a tour coming? Like, is this part of the tour? What you just played in Whangarei or? That was basically the last show of the tour. Okay. But we have this show with Ed Sheeran next week. And then after that, what's your plans? After that, I'll go back in the studio. We've got a bunch of stuff that, um, like a, another EP that we wanted to finish. Um, so we were in the studio a couple of weeks ago and wrote a bunch of songs. Two of them we've produced up and recorded. Need to be mixed and mastered. And then um, probably go back in the studio again. What's your process? Um, do you guys when you create together? Do you write the vocals? Do you guys write it together? Like you know, how you're saying before with Pharrell, it's like I'll just go in there and sell you some beats. Mm. Like and you said, you weren't kind of used to that. <coughs> how do you get your creative juices flowing when you're in the studio? Um, I just start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just begin. It's what I'm procrastinating. Yeah. Trying to like find the process. Um, it's. Does the band write the, the instrumentals? Do you you mean specifics yeah Yeah. well i guess um which marlon and i who's um synth player and guy right uh right mostly with we kind of like a little duo going on yeah um we we spend a lot of a lot of our time trying to work on our our balance and versatility and we always say we want to be in a position to write quality material whenever it's called upon us do you know what I mean mm. so a lot of our effort has, has gone in, into that pre- preparation really so that way at any time if you have to make something yeah, you're yeah. able to and that what that means hard. what that means is that um, there isn't a single process that we use to, to come to write a song mm-hmm. but rather that we explore within the process do you know what I mean yeah so you're always whole, experimenting whole, yeah experiment thing, yeah. with the process and then see how it how it manifests for sure, really for sure um most recently we've been going into the studio and we set aside like a few days to just to jam basically marlon will be there he's got a he'll have a nord and we'll have our computers like a, and a midi controller i'll just usually have a midi control midi thing running contact or something like that yeah and then we work a lot with this guy named prince board who's um american producer cool name. and um is just a freak on everything yeah and he has a Rhodes trumpet um, uh, piano and we basically just so he's sit like a Ryan Leslie yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. are you always writing songs like melodies Is does the vocal drive the beat or does the instrumental dri- uh, I mean does the vocal yeah, drive the song or is it the instrumental first like that's what I want to like know you find like. a beat and then you work on it or is it more like you think of a, a melody and then you build it oh man it can out. happen any other any, any way, way yeah. you know Some, um, I feel like I'm always working and trying to think of ideas mm. so I and and would sit around in this little semicircle with, and everything ready to go and then you just try and find a spark that's the process we 
cool. It's like all, all we need to find right now, the only thing we do it is a spark. Yeah. And whether it's that tingle you get or all that, just that unexplainable thing that music gives you. See the unexplainable tingle thing? I've got yeah. it, bro. You got I can it. Explain it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, Go I, on, I man. I call it the genius. I separate myself from the art. We see ourselves as artists, but I think we should see ourselves as paintbrushes. And art is this thing called love, God, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. You know, whatever you believe in, bro. But there's this thing called energy, bro. And everyone resonates at a different frequency. And I feel like we come into this. I used to come into. I shouldn't say we. I used to come into the studio with ego, mm-hmm. and I used to come in with, "I'm going to make a song now, me." Whereas now I've learned the process of sitting there and allowing myself to. Um, it's like meditation. Mm-hmm. Think of a concept or listen to an instrumental <coughs> or sing a melody. I, I have this thing called feel style. It's like freestyle, but you're, I'm feeling it. I have a, mm-hmm. and I'll have the mic on and I'll just freestyle melodies with no lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, I just say random shit. And then later on when I find the melody that's like, that feel, that tingle mm-hmm. gives me, I keep that. And then later on you add the words to it and the skin. But what I've learned is, bro, tune into your frequency. Kid Cudi taught me that. You know the song Frequency? <coughs> tune into your frequency. There's this frequency called love, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and if we if we can enter the studio in humility, put ego aside, and tune in, that unexplainable thing is literally just God working through you, bro. Mm-hmm. And and if you can allow yourself to be the channel in which art communicates to us and mm-hmm. talks to us and talks through, rather than being the one that's, yeah. I don't know, I feel like that to me just completely revolutionized my music making, bro. Absolutely, you're you're the messenger. Yeah, you yeah. know. And then and be be proud and ambitions, be proud and endeavors, but be humble in the reception. Like when someone hears a song of my nigga, bro. Also got to be a vulnerable song, too. Like, yeah, thank, thank God, thank like, God, bro. Not me, you know what I mean? You've also got to be vulnerable too. Absolutely, don't be afraid bro. to say things that are on your mind because someone else to. in the world is feeling the same shit. You know? Of course. Mm-hmm. There's songs that you play and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Future and Jay Z dropped that song. Um, roof off or something so there's apparently there's, there's certain cars called Maybachs and Maybachs don't come with roof off yeah. and they've got the song called Maybach with the roof off because mm-hmm. they're the first one to do that wow. and, I'm, and I look at that and I was like no one can relate to that yeah you know what I mean <laughs> whereas Black sitting there talking about his, his girl that dumped him and how yeah, she's yeah. such a bitch for it because yeah. she had no reason yeah. everyone can relate to that so I feel like discussing my vulnerabilities it's got, um, I call it sophisticated dominance mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's not dominance in braggioso form it's sophisticated because you're being vulnerable and telling people your weaknesses in your music mm. but that's right, what makes you strong dominance because you're you're, uh, you're, you're, off, you're able you to wear it on your sleeve yeah 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 100% so for me yeah. as an artist that's what the biggest transition has been so to hear you say that tingle everyone's got different explanations for it but I think there's only one way we all make the best music bro and that's when the unexplainable thing happens yeah well yeah, yeah I call it the spark yeah yeah <laughs> and, um, same thing man just sit down in that circle and, and just jam and try and find those things have an engineer there who's recording yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's everything. different for you guys because you're a band. We're just, uh, yeah, it's it's a different process when a band's recording. Cause for, like yeah, because think about it. For example, us, right? All we have to think about is because instrumentally, what the band does, one person just does on a computer. So, what, is it harder to commandeer multiple people? Or do you do have to have all, all the boys in the studio to to write shit? No. Or? no. Okay, yeah. so you just tell them what the song is later, and then they do their own thing to it. Like uh, they they vibe with it. Yeah. What. Well, the, the the song we just did now is just is just straight up cool all you know yeah VST <laughs> yeah 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 many yeah. many shit but yeah. I, I mean it just all depends I we just I want it to I want it to set up in a way where there's just no no real restrictions yeah and, and any and anything it's just pure pure music and then you know once we find the spark I do a similar thing with melodies I just Mumble style. mumble style. We should start it, man. I need to get that shit out. It's gonna be feel style, bro. It's like freestyling, but it's your feels. Yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah, I like that. Feel style, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just kind of file through them and find the stuff you like, build it up. Yeah. And um, the, and and really, really challenge yourself not to um, apply any negativity to either your response to the things or your decision making. I think is really important. Mm. Be completely um, no, completely open. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. Do you um, how complex does it get? The, the bigger you get for example right now if we met an artist you know out and about somewhere mm. and we thought he was dope it's like oh come to this let's work on some shit whereas being with a label is it more like if you guys wanted to have a producer work with you or a certain artist or a songwriter is it all paperwork and you gotta to let the label know and is, is it quite is it a bit more complex now do you have to watch out for certain things we don't do a lot of we don't do a lot of that to be honest oh so really okay <clears throat> um I, I guess yeah, because you you all make your own shit. Yeah, I yeah. like I we, we there was a moment at America, you know, we we're going around and work with a lot of a bunch of people, and um, I guess that can make a nightmare for splits and points. To that shit. I bet, bro. But you know, that was a it was a decision we made because we wanted to go out and made sure we experienced that thing mm. because you 
you have you know, to. Uh, being wise requires experience absolutely as well as knowledge so we had to get out there and, and put ourselves and make ourselves uncomfortable and do it that way but the way we kind of want to do it is that we have a team that we work together to grow mm. and that will reflect through to our music like on some um, drake and 40 shit kind of like that because yeah. <laughs> they just stick together <laughs> yeah yeah really everything to rap yeah. for. Well, Beatles did the, Beatles did <laughs> yeah, the same thing sure thing because um, even um, when, for example Drax Project right mm-hmm. or, or you work with Pharrell whoever when you decide to work with someone do you guys even have to factor in things like let's say you uh, Drax Project wasn't Drax Project I mean it's Drax Project but mm-hmm. they're not at the level there let's say they're just new 100 mm-hmm. followers on Facebook do you factor in things like us making a song with them will make them pop we don't get anything out of it is that because I've, I've heard that um, with big artists for example like Travis Scott if you want to work with Travis, you either pay 50k for a six bar verse, mm, literally, mm, mm. or he's really got to like your shit and you got to be famous. You got to have X amount of followers, or yeah. it, because if you don't, you're gaining notoriety and becoming famous and rich mm. off someone else's name. Yeah. Do you guys have to factor things? Like well, that you've got to you've got to start dividing your time up mm. and your work some way. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I guess the, the easiest way is just financially. Because nobody's can become somebody's through you. Yeah, and you've got to. You definitely want to work. Um, I like to think we don't do that, but you want to work efficiently and effectively. Mm. Um, so I guess it would be a definitely a balance, balance of that. You either like them, yeah, or they or, provide you know, value music. At the end of the yeah, day, yeah. it's about the music, though, right? Yeah, well, so if, well, to who? Yeah, you know, because it's a business sport at the same time. Yeah, it is. It is regardless, yeah. no matter what it is, it's a commodity. Music is, the, you know, it's just it's mm. commodity. No matter how much it means to us, yeah. at the end of the day, you got to make business decisions. It's just a personal thing. Music, mm. music is a personal relationship people have mm. with it, and however they they find. There. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Mean, whatever. It's nice nah, because it's always interesting. Because when when you're on a level such as ours, you always wonder what that next level is. Like, you know what I mean? What kind mm. of decisions are, like, change for you? What kind of things you have to factor in? For example, if um, I'm in public and someone fucks me off and I feel like having a yell, I might just do that because mm. I've got. Whereas, if you start doing it, now all of a sudden <laughs> it's going to be in the headlines. <laughs> Everyone's going to do this, and you're on three news now. Whereas no one yeah. cares about this dude. Yeah. Do you do you, you know what I mean? Do you have to factor in things like that, or has it not gotten to that point where you've not that you've done anything dumb, but more so like do you think about shit? I can't react in certain situations, or I can't do anything silly because you'll get uh, some, caught out. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that. Should we think about? Yeah, that. I don't. Oh man, I don't know. Mm. You definitely feel watched sometimes. Yeah. That's a very that's a really uncomfortable feeling. Fuck yeah, man. Um, but. And I, I guess subconsciously that that makes you act a particular way. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Um, I don't feel like I'm pretending to be someone else, but definitely no, no, makes you. Not, yeah, I mean, you have to be a bit more aware about your actions. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what yeah I mean? I'm, I'm aware. I'm yeah, aware, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Fuck that, bro. If I just want to be in the jungle free, yeah, to yell and do what I want. Yeah, yeah. Bro. That's the cost that comes with it. Like Quentin Miller, for example. See, my dream is not to be rich. Uh, sorry, not to be famous. My dream is to be successful, mm-hmm. as in like my family and my parents who we came here as refugees with. Like, if I when I have kids one day they don't have to go through the similar shit that I went through growing up. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. But doing it through making music every day with the people I love. Quinn Miller is responsible for a lot of Drake's shit. Mm-hmm. And he only has 26,000 followers on SoundCloud, but he's literally one of the richest songwriters oh, yeah. on the planet, bro, just because of yeah. Drake's music, you know what I mean? So for me, that is way more preferable over Justin Bieber, who he can't go to the cafe and grab coffee with his mum <laughs> because he's yeah. getting raided by everyone, you know? Yeah, it's, um, you got to feel for them. Yeah. Um, nah, it's, it's not all just fame and fortune, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's you really cool. Sacrifice a lot, eh, in that. When Absolutely. You're on that bro. Level. Would you want to do that? I think. <laughs> I <laughs> think <laughs> it's just. It's Justin Bieber, bro. That's like the product of. That's how he chose to be. Yeah. yeah, I feel you, bro. You know? You how, how do you, how you what? what are you gonna do to stop becoming that if that's what you don't want to become? Like, how do you balance being able to be the guy who can still walk through the mall of his mum and dad the guy can still visit the gym the guy can you know what I mean without yeah, it's a, I don't know it's a hard one because um, you haven't passed that line yet eh? you can still do all those no, things definitely not <laughs> yeah um, okay yeah I don't, I don't know I really haven't thought about it dude I just I don't I, I'd like to think that I would just still go to the supermarket mm-hmm. you know maybe it's just not in New Zealand because eh? I think maybe it's just an, like it's an American and European thing because here bro like I don't think anyone really like everyone's like yo cool what's up mm. but you're not going to have 50,000 people at the mall screaming their heads off yeah well I mean New Zealand's a bit America, more chill, eh? We're laxed here. Yeah. America's a, a strange beast. 
<laughs> they, they definitely. <laughs> Very good words, bro. Yeah, was it was there anything you wanted to say when you came here today? Anything even now that when I said that, you know, anything you want to share? I guess it's like because for me, I've, 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 it's been beautiful getting to know you, bro. And I, I've, yeah, I appreciate. I've, I've, I've gotten a lot of wisdom from you. Your energy is you. very, very calming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're very, very calming, dude. Um, but is there anything you want to share or say before we... Before you do that, I've got a question for okay, you. Okay, for sure. Sorry. Who's, in, who's solely in charge or who's a person to credit for your guys' branding and your strategy? Mm. Like, everything up until this point from when you guys first released has pretty much been flawless from the outside looking in. Right? Yeah. Like, who... No bad publicity. Who is that? And who, who is, is that you? Is it your management? Yeah. Well, look, we just we we sit and talk about and and wonder and and dream and explore all the time. It's probably the thing we spend most of our time on. It's just like talking about all the possible scenarios, what we want to do, what we don't want to, you know, just and and make sure we go through all these all the scenarios in our head. And um, but one thing we force, you know, the force is something. <laughs> I like to talk about and whether whether we're setting up a system where we're inviting people in to experience something or we're sh or you're shoving it down their throats and that's mm. probably the you two extremes never force it on people where it should be like so yeah, yeah, like you said yeah. we're flawless like, uh, that you, ha you never have 660's always been like look the door's open feel free yeah. to come in if you don't that's cool and no I haven't heard of, there's no bad about 660 there's been no negative yarn I haven't heard you guys do anything stupid I haven't heard a shit song I have heard people say, oh, you know, they're all right. I don't really like them, eh? Mm. Everyone's always been like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. positive, and it's just lovely well, that's when the name comes up. Yeah, I like that. It's, that That's how some people perceive us, but, you know, we just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm assuming you've heard otherwise. <laughs> oh, no, no, bro. Yeah, I just haven't, bro. I'm genuinely being honest. I don't, I don't write I guess the way... For real. I guess I don't take anything personally, good or bad. Mm, okay. Because it all... Wow, that's, you know. that's beautiful. Um, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. What was the question again? Uh, oh, the strategy. One thing that we spoke about at the very beginning is that force and that um, how we can make this whole process as collaborative and mm. as as coexistent with 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 the listeners. Art, it's not art until it's digested. Do you know what I mean? Really? So fifty percent of this of the thing is dependent on the person receiving the work. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Um, otherwise, it's a, a monologue, not oh, a dialogue. I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. And then yeah. that's just how I like to approach it. You okay. can say monologue. Whatever. Of course, of course. But Would you not say dialogues, art, art is I like art, dialogue. And then the perception is only just perspective? The reception, sorry? Well, even if even if you do something and you say it's art, it's you'd because still, of your... still need to digest yeah, it. still oh, your digestion wow. of the work. Okay, so for tree fell, no one heard it. Okay. Yeah, cool. so, we, so that is definitely a massive part of... Of course. Of 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 how we work mm. because I definitely I don't want my music to just be shoved under the carpet mm. you know so I want people to hear it I want people to think about it I want I want to affect people's lives as many people's lives as positively as possible mm -hmm. and um, that requires you to have a balanced knowledge about the entire game do you know what I mean mm -hmm. and the skills you have well then you can you know it's like I'm just simply writing hooks is something that works. You yeah, know? Right, yeah. I get you can you can be on some that's a big thing, yeah. some shit and just speak from your heart. Mm. But if I just here's this thing in my heart, if I package it like this, I'm gonna have an effect on someone and wow. they're gonna feel the yeah. way I feel about it. Because otherwise, it's arrogant to be like, nah, fuck what they think. Yeah. Who cares what they? Well, no, you should. <laughs> I, do, I do care what they think. Yeah. The problem, the the difficult thing is if once it, you put it put it out, that you have the belief, you have the you know in your soul that you went through that process justly. That's kind of the word I use. Mm -hmm. And that, that means um, no preconceptions. You're not trying anything. You're, you're being, it's being, com it's complete freedom. So you talk about that free, not freestyle, feel style. That's a thing when we do the spark, we work for the spark that's the only goal the goal isn't to push pile things on top of you mm. it's to strip them away because even verse and chorus is a wall and limitation absolutely you know what i mean absolutely any anything if you go down and say i'm going to write a song like this you've you've straight from the start you put a boundary on yeah. you go, let's write a song that starts with drums just started you've the first thing you've done in the process is put up a wall far out so when you say start you mean so then how would you start without saying a starting well, point well there's you've, you've got, got to, to figure you've it out, got to for, figure yourself, out for yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to figure out for yourself what Marlon does it's like a guru is he, he sits down at the piano 
and he just goes, oh, Lord, and just starts. <laughs> any chord and anything, and he just records on his phone. Fuck. And he has, but, but he has a, uh, he's, he can practice patience a lot easier than I can. Mm. And he will like record 20 minutes or an hour of this, him just jamming. And then he'll have, Find that one. he'll be able to go through and yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Where my process is a little bit different. But either, either way, it's a matter of sitting down and taking, taking down as many walls as possible. And that's a really, really difficult thing to do. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, uh, once it's, you do that, the sparks come so, so easy, man. Mm. So that's easy. So valuable, bro. That's so um, valuable. But, the, but the, the branding, there was never a branding conversation or how we want to present ourselves. One thing we did say at the start was the, the collaboration thing. And so we made decisions with, you know, uh, hardly any photos we didn't want it's like not sure if we wanted people to know who was doing each that, thing that's, yeah. that's what i meant bro yeah. when i said like no one really sees you yeah. is that's what i meant bro when yeah. i first saw you even i was just like fuck the lead singer skucks yeah <laughs> like, you know what i mean bro i never i never know that you just see these dope voices and instruments but yeah that's well that, really the cool. idea was if we want the music to be at the forefront then we have to put the music at the forefront and and take a step back and yeah we did we did heaps of weird shit like we don't name our albums yeah, because no, we want because we want people to have we're giving people naming rights basically as in before you name it or as in just in general they can just name it whatever they Mate, want for whatever them. you want to call yeah, it because colors was what the came up with colors, the gold right? album but, but but has there been no name literally there's no name it's just what it is it not like a, as a well, criteria when you subscribe you, you have to put something it? down it just says 660 that's like a self-titled thing yeah but really it doesn't that's have really a name smart. that's cool for that, for that purpose, because once I felt like once you allow people to have that, then it's an uh, there's an ownership of it. You know, uh, this is this is so I, I guess have a part it, of this. Naming it's another wall. Well, in a way, in a way, maybe <laughs> it's like the last up, wall. Yeah, it's like going, it's going. Here's this album. Oh, listen to this song, bro. It's like this and this and this. Uh, you, you know? Let me. Yeah, let my, me tell you what it's about before you even listen to it. Uh, that's your perspective. Yeah. So. Okay. That was kind of the, See, the I, reason. I do that quite a bit, bro, and it's, uh, it's subconscious. It's like, sorry, not even subconscious. It's an unintentional mm. um, fuck up, should I say? Mm. You know what I mean? Because you want someone to perceive the beauty and the. But it's like, wait, that's not your job. You've done your job. You've made the song. Let yeah, them that's perceive it. it. That's it, bro. I'm taking that away. You just that's have really to. Cool. You just have to build the window. It's yeah. up to them if they want to look out of it. It's sort of like Rafiki. Bro, I just said that. I was like, he's like a guru, bro. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Just that little uh, anonymous blog, bro. Just for artists. For real, man. Because the thing is, man, like, in, in New Zealand, I genuinely think the same way London and LA and New York are hubs and sounds of music. Man, New Zealand's its own, bro. There's this, there's this culture here, even within the underground of the people that no one knows their names, mm. right through the people that everyone knows their names. There's this crazy clash of cultures and upbringings and backgrounds and styles and sounds in New Zealand mm. because of our big culture clash mm-hmm. that that I genuinely think within the next couple of years bro this will be another hub like you know yeah, what I mean I like a, you know what I mean like on an international scale where everyone mm. will know New Zealand not for rugby yeah, they yeah. know that that's cool not yeah. just for fighting they're all soon because of Izzy you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. but for music bro they really will and when they do I think it's very essential that people with your personality your character your, your 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 you know your humility and your experience like you said that we've all got the knowledge bro we mm-hmm. got internet we got you know mm-hmm. but the experience can give us that that next step to wisdom bro yeah man so stuff like this has been amazing man yeah it's well i appreciate the conversation it's been cool of course bro do you hate, do you do you always get the whole like you know kicking somebody they're like hey much can you sing us something do you always get that uh, is it no. annoying you're, not. you're about to nah. yeah, no, 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 no. It's just like, is it annoying if it's not do you want to sing something if um, not it's cool no stress i was requests? just curious i get weddings but biggest requests come oh, sing at weddings. okay okay, yeah. okay. Is, that, is that paid or is it just like for family well you, some of them they say i'll pay <laughs> some of them just like you can stay at my nan's and have a feed do you, does it have to go through like booking agents and all that kind of shit you like you know what i mean yeah it's hard at the moment i'm only going to play at my friend's weddings yeah of course bro that's the be all and end all free of charge yeah, well, <laughs> charge my mates here. Yeah. 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 They'll come back. What yeah, about allow me, man? Does allow does allow me get a quick little, little ten second outro outro vocals? Oh, or, 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 off camera. Yeah, okay. Nah, <laughs> nah that's cool, um, man. Well, no, nah, seriously, if you genuinely want to jam something, it'll be awesome to catch a little vocal, bro. Otherwise, no, it's cool. We can. But before you do that, when's next album dropping? Um, well, we're in the studio at the moment. I don't think they now. Can you disclose that? Okay, cool. Well, Sorry, I didn't think you could. That's why I didn't um, ask. Cool. We just, <laughs> I'm just trying to think when um, the timing would be right. I don't want to do it too soon. Yeah, yeah, I don't want exactly. it too late. But I I, um, I want to release, I want to put something out this year um, 
just for momentum purposes you know yeah. i don't want to sit on a record because then it's just like i'm sitting on a record relevant. <laughs> yeah and you know fucking it's just just writing songs just put them out and just work on some new some more stuff it. yeah don't have to be so rivers precious with that joint bro rivers straight out I, you know i love that shit. song too man it's, you come in on some drake shit it sounds like i actually thought it was drake when i first heard That's it like, now that, yeah. that, nah, that first vocal um fuck how does it go first verse yeah, the first book. Yeah. Oh, my. All night. Oh, my. Gee, that's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to check it. I haven't heard Rivers at all. Oh, no, you should check it. That's the other uh, one where you keep going from speech to falsetto. It's like a slightly newer one. Uh, maybe closer. Yeah. Uh, I've sing in falsetto quite a lot. I like I like it up there. Yeah, this one was like, you start, you start speech and then you go up to falsetto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 So how, how many new ones have you dropped? Uh, it was six on They're our all singles or just the whole tape well the way we way we did it is we released a new song every Friday with a video and, and whole, strategy when did you start that sorry because I just, I, I, wanna, I don't want people to start uh, saying I copied them <laughs> <last> <laughs> I've been dropping a track every Sunday for the last month oh me <laughs> yeah. well now I think when did we put our record out I think it was November yeah. Right, bro. I'll bow down for that, bro. Oh, cool. good. Because I got the idea from um, Good Fridays. Do you remember that? Yeah, Kanye yeah, was? I do remember Good Fridays. Kanye's my idol, bro. He's like, well, you know, he's my big. Like, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. He's my um, yeah, he's my <laughs> he's my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, he started Good Fridays, and I thought that was such a dope way. Because for me, over the last seven years of making music and not releasing anything, I it was a massive process of creative development. Not only figuring myself out as an artist, but as mm. a human. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where I was like, cool, now I'm gonna start releasing music. But I had a whole bunch of shit, and I and I was like, do I go EPs? Do I go? I thought, okay, I've got enough tracks to release a single a weekend or that's every dope. single weekend for the next year and a half. Yeah, that's cool. So why not do that? And then yeah. I'll get rid of all the shit I've done till now. Then in the next year and a half, I'll have all the dope new content yeah. that's more like and in, in, in synchronized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With my new feel and my new sound. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah, like that. so be do- yeah, it's been cool, man. It's been cool. Man. Yeah, I'll send you some shit anyway. Yeah, I'd like cool. to hear it. Ah, cool. Um, but funny that that Rivers, so mm-hmm. we, re- we've, we recorded it in, uh, in North Hollywood in the studio there and we'd we had like three hours left out of like a 10 day slot yeah. of the studio time and we we're all done and it was like two in the morning or something and Prince Ball the guy we write songs with he had a, one of the Moog a Moog Voyager that, is that what that that sound is yeah so it's analog that's yeah. why it sounds so rich it's yeah. like real warm man. yeah and um, he was just started playing this hook dum 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 it's so bad. It's, a, it's very inviting. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear this out, bro. Just the way you guys just flinging yeah. sounds. Continue, yeah. And then we were just like, oh, I was like, fuck, that's pretty dope. Bad. Pretty simple. Because, you know, like, a lot of things I think about when writing songs in a weird way is I think nursery rhymes. Yeah. Oh, bro. You're so right, dude. Straight up. like, how, what's just the easiest way to digest stuff? It's just like, that's what we grew very consumable. Exactly, <laughs> and to me, it was like almost like it had that nursery rhyme thing, but it had this really cool thing to it. And then, um, so he put it down, and then we just it, pretty much wrote it in that two-hour slot. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we added choir and extra drums later. When you say choir, did you get a choir, or did you have certain people sing many times? Yeah, we had like this choir, maybe like ten people. Because I've always had this, like, I love the sound of choir and, and songs and backgrounds. Oh, and it's, it's like, it's my, like, I grew up gospel, you know, I grew up on C.C. <laughs> Winans and Lecrae and whatnot. Love it. So for me, I've always thought, how do you get that, the best sound of that? Do you reckon that you could just accomplish it with using the, um, on Logic, they got this South African choir that go, Timor, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they got, you can make them yeah. say different sounds. Do you reckon yeah. that, or just the whole authentic, actually getting a whole bunch authentic of. Authentic sounds. What do, what do you think? No, I well, think so. I do like real voices better I yeah, mean their yeah, the thing, <laughs> thing is that yeah, what's out of it is those patches they're actually real voices now like the, yeah, the be, quality of these patches it, are pretty crazy for sure um, but you just have a bit more control maybe over this I'm not sure I just like being well, experiencing it was it an African American choir uh, there were like, some African Americans you know that soulful ghetto choir that just yeah. so, oh man I love that shit man yeah no, they were they were dope man the way they the way they worked um Rivers and I think they were on most of our songs actually, on every song of the EP. Yeah, just smashed it out. Yeah. Oh no, that's so we did the song in two hours, but then. That's crazy. Yeah, so dope. Yeah, that's crazy. That's always played at work. What's that? Yeah, always played at work. So, do you have a favorite song out of like you know out of all the songs you've made? Is there that one that like that means that little something extra to you? Do you have a favorite of yours? Right now, it's up there. The song called Up There. Up there, is it released? Yeah, yeah. Was it one of the new six? Yeah, it was our last one, last release. And so you've got Why? one more release coming out? Jimmy, Jimmy Why? Yeah, that's the one. You've got one more release coming out? No, that's it. That's all done. It's Why? All done. Why? Why? Um, because it's, uh, it's my story. Are you talking about something? Yeah, I'm talking about how I fell in love with music, basically. 
Is it is yeah. it a is it in the verse that you yeah, captured yeah. that or in the hook? And and both. It's illustrated really. I think <laughs> I think we've found the we found the song through request he sings, but <laughs> <laughs> would you sing it? it? Goes, Tell us your story. It goes. I'll do the verse and chorus. Eh? Absolutely, yeah. please. Um, I lay on the carpet. That's where it started. These shitty old headphones, they always made me feel free. Waffle of posters stood on your shoulders. Damn it, Miss Joplin. I'm sure you were talking to me. Uh, uh. I don't know about you, but if you ask me, or how it must feel to be up there with Johnny, Uncle Bob, and Freddy. Uncle Bob, Uncle Bob. Brother. Man. That's so dope. I think I just lost my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I think all a bunch of people just yeah. did. That's so beautiful, man, yeah. for real. And these, and these dudes in, um, in Wellington did this amazing cartoon video tour, bro, and it's like, you know, it just looks like how it was, lying on the carpet with the headphones. Have you released the music video as well? Yeah, to all, all six of the... We'll six check that out on our, on, our, on our page as well, eh? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Why'd no, you get animated? Cool. Hmm? Why'd you get animated? Um, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Are you, are you going to maintain that? Are I don't you, know. Is man. it always going to be like, or will there be that one nah. time, like the weekend, where you know how the weekend was that voice on the internet, no one knew yeah. on eight tracks, the website? I feel like there's going to be a reveal. There will um, be a moment. Yeah, there. I'd say it's probably going to be You this guys next haven't record. done a music video with you in it? We have. Yeah. Don't forget your roots forever, but they they were just like live, uh, yeah, live yeah, videos, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you can hide in live, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know, everyone's so I, yeah, I, have, I get real uncomfortable with it, you know? I just don't. Same, but I hate it. I hate the camera. And I'd rather let my color show on stage i feel more comfortable on there for sure then i'm um, doing it on camera but it's something i'm gonna have to learn to get over pretty much one thing i've learned is allow yourself to for example like i'll be in moments where the end of the camera will be there and they'll be like um say something and i'll be like no because yeah. you know yeah. be you and when mm. you can allow yourself to force yourself to be like I, I hate when people are taking photos you know they say oh guys you know do something i'm like no nah, fuck come back and take a photo <laughs> yeah. don't tell me you're taking one yeah yeah you know what i mean so if you can maybe in your music videos allow you to tell the camera people to do what you need to do, mm. but allow them to come in on you without telling you they're coming in on like you. Like yeah. Truman yeah. Show. Yeah, Truman Show. Seriously, dog, because yeah, that, that yeah. helps, man. You yeah. know, under the observation of the human eye, you feel a bit more. Well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the camera's worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, beautiful. Any questions for him, guys? Anything you want to know? I just got to know his whole soul, bro. I'm in love. It's beautiful. <laughs> Seriously, Machu, thank you so much for nah, coming, bro. It's it, been beautiful, really man. Nice to talk to you guys. Thanks, absolutely. Pleasure. Thanks to White exactly. Studios, thanks to Sound Cave and the Playground. We're able to have Machu here today. <clears throat> Cheers, brother. That was awesome. Awesome. Great job, boys. Thank you so much, man.